This is the Wednesday, December 1st edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action. A little hockey, a little college, a little NBA as well. We'll get into all of it and get you in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined on this 1st of December by Joe Fortenbaugh. Wow, has the fall flown by. Can you believe it, dude? Like, we're talking about playoffs. We got the college football conference championship games this weekend. By the way, I was in the Daily Wager document. Bryce Young minus 200. I saw your note. I think that's the play right there. After what he did against Auburn, I think that distanced him against everybody else. You know, it is interesting how it's all going to materialize. I understand the defensive players getting some buzz. I actually think they might cannibalize one another. There's not yes. one defensive player. So even if those voters do get a little um, cheeky, or if that's not a little 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 fiery, uh, like last year going wide receiver, we, we they might just chop it up. But I, I, th- I think you're right, dude, because I think after what happened last year, people are going to be more inclined to get a little bit more liberal with their voting because there's not a dominant candidate like we've seen in years past at times. So I think if guys want to go defense, you've got Aiden Hutchinson, who had the huge game for Michigan. you got a couple guys on the Georgia defense. You're right. Those are going to eat up each other's votes. And ultimately, I think Bryce Young is going to clean up when it comes to second and third place votes. Yeah, no. So I'm really interested to see how, I guess, the Georgia defense, if it completely undresses him, then we could see it wide open. Right. But I just don't think that's going to happen. I feel like Saban's always had Kirby's a number, but obviously there's a reason that Georgia's favored by as much as they are. So thank you for uh, supporting it. I need that moral support. <laughs> but remember, I was on Bryce Young to start the season. I, I thought it was, yes, you, were. you know, the value if Alabama – Everyone was like, oh, Alabama to win it all. I was like, well, I'd rather do Bryce Young. Um, anyways, so let's get to tonight's card. Uh, I, I say we start in the NBA because there's a high-profile game with Sixers and Celtics, and beat has been turned for Philly. What's your read here? All right, I got two plays I'm going to make in this game. I'll start with the side. I'll play the Sixers plus the three. Game open four and a half, down to three now. Not much of a surprise to see the Sixers' money coming in. Uh, Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid have both been back for two games. They've had an opportunity to knock the rust off. Rest shouldn't be an issue here. Sixers played on Monday, and the Celtics played on Sunday. Boston, the Celtics have been very good defensively. They've been very shaky offensively, and that's why you're seeing the total dip in this game as well. I mean, I think we're down somewhere around 205 right now. So having three or more is going to be extremely valuable down the stretch in this game. I just think this is a big opportunity for Philly to get up. Everything they've dealt with this season from Simmons into the start, then the Embiid uh, situation testing positive for COVID, the injuries. Here you go. You're pretty much all intact. It's an opportunity to get up against a big rival who you had a lot of success against last year. I see Philly rising to the occasion. I think they're going to win the game. So take the three and then at the same time a little on the money line. But I got a prop in this game I like more than anything else. It's really juicy. It's minus 160. It's Tyrese Maxey going over three and a half assists. Now, if if you could find four and a half assists and mitigate the juice, I would play over that as well. Maxey's scoring has dipped the last couple games. Why would that be? Oh, because Harrison and Bede have returned to the lineup. But in those two games, Maxey recorded nine assists each time. I mean, he's averaging five assists per game for the season. So his average is already over three and a half. But now that Embiid and Harris are back, he's taken on more of the facilitator role, and he's got nine assists in each of those games. I'm shocked that this is priced at three and a half at minus 160. I have no problem laying that juice. And at the same time, if you can find four and a half, or if you can find Tyrese Maxey 
double-double because he's still scoring in double figures, that's going to be a nice price as well. I just haven't been able to dig that one up yet. That's a really good breakdown, and this is what um, we've talked about in the past, whether it be Draymond last year on his run. Bookmakers don't like moving parts. You know, it, it's it's they want both teams full strength, power rating. Let's let, let the chips fall where they may, and we'll follow some sharp money and, and tweak the lines accordingly. When there's guys out and things like that, that's when you can really find them most vulnerable. And I think they're vulnerable on props more so than regular game lines anyway. But you certainly have a justifiable angle. I like it. And it's a smart play. For me, I'm a, I can side with the Philly side. I, I see the logic there. I'm on two totals, both overs. Clippers, Sacramento, we saw what the Kings defense did last night with the Lakers with Sons, LeBron still gave up a boatload. Clippers are just a, a team that wants to chuck and duck and go up and down. You know, they'll have their sc- scoring lulls. They kind of they tend to play down to their opponent sometimes, but I still like the over in this game. I also like the over in the Denver game. Things are getting back to normal with the Nuggets, and the Magic want to push. And uh, I like that over as well. So a couple totals for the people in that. Uh, anything else in the association? Yeah, I have a total for you as well. Over 231 between Milwaukee and Charlotte. Charlotte has been an overbetter's dream for a better portion of the season. 13 and 10 to the over, so it's not that dramatic, but it's going to come down to the competition tonight, which is Milwaukee. Let's start with Charlotte, right? Number one in the NBA in scoring, dead last in scoring defense. That's great for an over. Now you got their third in pace as well, which obviously plays into it. But here comes Milwaukee. So can they handle their end of the bargain? Yes, because they went eight games without Chris Middleton where they looked really shaky. And that's what's going to happen when you lose one of your studs. They averaged about 105 points per game during that stretch. Well, Middleton's now been back from COVID for seven games. So they've gone from scoring 105 in that stretch to 113 with Middleton back. And oh, by the way, they've won all seven of those games in the process. They're streaking. So what I'd be looking for tonight is an over in that game. I also like the team total over for Milwaukee as well. With the way Charlotte plays defense and with the way they play at their pace, I think Milwaukee's going to put up a big number offensively tonight. Team total should be sitting somewhere around, I think it's 118 or something like that. I'd play over for sure right there. All right, uh, let's go to the college. You have a high-profile game you're on. Yeah, Louisville, Michigan State at Michigan State. I'm going to take Louisville plus the four and a half. Open five is dipped a little bit. Uh, very good this season. Five and one straight up. They've covered three of their last four. Two big factors why I want to back Louisville tonight. All right, number one is rebounding. Michigan State has always, under Tom Izzo, been a fantastic rebounding team. And this season, when we've watched them rip off win after win, it's because they have a decided rebounding advantage over the opposition. They're not going to have that tonight against Louisville. Louisville can crash the glass just as well as they can. So when you take that edge away from Michigan State, that really, really deflates a lot of what they're capable of doing, a lot of what makes them very good. In addition, it's going to be the Louisville defense's aggression against Michigan State, which is going to turn the tide here. Louisville this season so far is averaging 8.5 steals per game. They're very aggressive on defense. That ranks 73rd out of 350 teams. Michigan State has been awful from a turnover perspective this year. Out of 350 teams in the country, they rank 323rd in turnovers. They turn the ball over way too much. And that is without going against an aggressive defense like Louisville. So Louisville forcing the turnovers, Louisville negating the edge in rebounding that Michigan State usually has, plus I get four and a half points. Wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals won outright. Louisville plus four and a half over Michigan State. Ooh, calling for the potential outright win. 
Could be a dog of the day. The bone is in my hands today on Daily Wager, but I have not officially made a determination yet. It certainly is a candidate. Okay, so I have a college play real quick. Texas Tech lane two and a half against Providence. The Friars were embarrassed by Virginia's defense, only mustered 40 points, and then now we have a Chris Beard defensive attack. Now, the Red Raiders are undefeated, and they haven't exactly played a uh, murderer's row of competition. Lamar Cardinals were their last game. I mean, they haven't been favored by less than 21 and a half in their six games. So they're six and oh, but again, at least a 21 and a half point favorite in all of them. But I just trust the defense for Beard. Another situation where Providence, now they have beaten Wisconsin. So it's not like the Friars are complete pushovers here. But uh, I'm going to lay the two and a half here with the Tech uh, Red Raiders. All right. I like it. I like I, it. That's a uh, fun team to watch. Yeah. And I got one hockey game for you. Uh, oh, whoa. A, little, a little nibble here. Golden Knights starting to kind of return to form here. They really struggled early in the season when they were shorthanded, but they've bounced back off losses lately. After their last five losses, they've bounced back with five wins, outscoring the opponents 22-8. to eight. And Anaheim may not have gets left tonight. So uh, I like the Ducks, excuse me, the Golden Knights in a bounce back minus a buck 50-ish, 55. So that's a little um, concerning. Maybe you can get a regulation win. One of those kind of uh, lower the juice opportunities, but I think that's worth it there. All right, that's going to do it for this edition, a little bit lengthier edition of the Daily Wager podcast, but we got you a variety of sports and hopefully a lot of action. And today we return to Linear. little tease yesterday. We had the um, show uh, canceled last minute, Jimmy V Week, so we simulcasted the radio uh, portion of our platforms on ESPN2. But we'll be back on the set. Joe, I hope you remember how to get to work. It's been a while for me. <laughs> I'll try to recall that. But uh, yeah, 6 Eastern, ESPN2. Looking forward to having the team back together on air. <laughs> 